And it's so good. Oh my gosh, love God. Love the feeling of his anointing in this house for goals today. And if you haven't got your goals already, you know, like God's going to speak to you during this service. Like just write them down, you know, even if they're quickly. But I'm just going to go over a few practical things about goals. Uh, like there might be, actually it'd be good if I got the right message right. That's a last message. <laughs> you don't want to hear that one. That's all about shame. Like, so, so, so you, know, like, you know, we're going from glory to glory, right? We're leaving that thing behind. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So God created us. He created us to dream big. Oh, yes, he did. He did that. And the title of my message today is Dream with a Deadline, because that's what a goal is. It's a dream, but with a deadline, in Proverbs 13:16 it says, "A wise man thinks ahead, a fool doesn't, and even brags about it." Hello. See God's goals, goals give you direction, motivation, purpose, and focus. So, have you ever thought about traveling somewhere you've never been before without a map? Yeah, it's not a great thing. I mean, say you say you're going to Tagulawa. Yeah. Anyone know where that is? Oh, there's a few people here. But even if you know where it is, like, you need to know where you're going. Is that correct? You get a map and you do that. But not only do you need to know where you're going, you actually need to know where you are right now in order to get there. And and this is what you need to do when you are setting your goals. It's not just about where you're going. You have to know where you are right now because that will help you in going to where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, there's a thing called smart, smart goals, and you may have heard it. I'm just going to go briefly through that. But if I can have uh, the next slide, please, back. Okay, so we've got them there. Create smart goals. Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So goals need to be specific. It's not good enough to just say, you know, I want to get fit. I mean, what's fit for you? That could be anything. It could be anything, you know. It, so it might, the, the specific, to make it more specific, it might be, you know, uh, I want to go to the gym. So it's specific. You're heading that way. The next part, it's got to be measurable. You need to know that you're reaching your goal. You need to know that you're going to get there. So you also need markers to measure your progress. So it might be, I'm going to go to the gym four times a week for 45 minutes each time. Do you see how specific it's getting? So to reach to reach that, like, for me to get fit, I've got to go four times a week. Oh, like, this is just an illustration, Marie. It's okay. <laughs> you don't have to do this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then I'm going to go for 45, at least a minimum of 45 minutes. Now, it's got to be attainable and achievable. Like, the idea of setting goals, they need to be, like, reasonable. Like, you need to stretch in them. Yes, you do, but you need to know that you can do them. So, for example, there's no point in setting a goal saying, I want to go to the gym four times a week for 45 minutes a time, if you don't actually even have the time to do that. Do you get what I'm saying? You're setting yourself up for failure. So any goal, it needs to be a stretch. Yes, it does, but it needs to be attainable, which leads on to our next part. It needs to be realistic. You must be able and willing to expend the energy, the time, and the expense towards that goal. And how I think of it, it's probably realistic if you believe you can do it, even if you don't know how. Okay, so if you believe you can do something, 
It is probably realistic, even if you don't know how. Because when God gets on, on a goal, it's amazing and incredible what he can do with that. So in time, the steps towards reaching your goal, you need to have a deadline. Because if you don't, and you're a little bit like me, I think, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'll get that goal, maybe, whatever. If you've got no deadline, you've got no sense of urgency to do it. If you're really serious about your goals, it needs to have a deadline. You might want a pay rise by the end of the year, or you might want a new job by August, or you might want, like, you need to have a deadline for that. So unless we give some serious thought to our goals and how to reach them, our time, money, and priorities will usually be determined by others. Oh, have you thought about that? I mean, I do know that only because there's been lots of times in my life where I've had goals and lots where I haven't. And I found when I haven't, I just get led around by someone else. Because, you know, a person without a goal is like a ship without a rudder. It is. A rudder is a thing that steers a ship. And goals are the same. If you've got no goals, you just go around, you just, you know, plod along, whatever. There's no, aimlessly, it can be aimless without goals. So these are three things that have helped me to achieve my goals. So when I've got goals, there are actually three things that I've done with everyone that I've achieved. These three things. They are really cool. They're great. Like the first one is a burning desire. You have to have a burning desire. Like for me, I wouldn't put that fit goal because I've got no burning desire. I mean, I want to be fit. But I don't, I don't have a burning desire to go to the gym four times a week for 45 minutes. I mean, I might do that, but it's not a burning desire. It doesn't like, there's times in my life where it has been a burning desire when I've wanted to do that. But at the moment, it's not a burning desire for me. It's, it's not like that. I, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. And if you want to achieve a goal, it has to be a goal that you really, really want. Otherwise, it's just not worth it. It's just like a piece of paper you're writing your stuff on. And after a while, if you don't have a burning desire, you won't actually even read that piece of paper anymore. In fact, next year you'll be thinking, where did I put that piece of paper? Because you don't have a burning desire for whatever it is that you've written down. So, for example, I just talked about I got air conditioning. I've lived in my house, built it like 15 years ago. And I've never really had a burning desire for aircon. It's, it's crazy. And then as time went on, I thought, because it's so open plan, I thought, oh, wow, it's going to cost me a fortune to put it in, and then it's going to cost me a fortune to run it. Then in December, when I had time off and I was at home, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mate, you know, I ran out of movies to see because I'd go to the movies because it was so hot. Like, I'm going to the movies, going to the movies, not, you know, cool down, going to the shopping centre. But but that's what I'm saying. I got uncomfortable. And when you've got a burning desire for something, it can be like that. You can be uncomfortable without it. You start to think like, you know what? I, I, I'm not liking this. Like, I need that goal. I've got this burning side. There's something on the inside of me. Like, I want it. And so come December, I'm like, right, I want aircon. I want aircon. And so, you know, I'm taking my son with me. My, my son Nathan was up for a few days. I said, let's go and check out the air conditioning. So we're down at Joyce Mains. I'm getting ideas and all that sort of stuff. And so already though, I'm starting to plant in my head. I'm starting to see aircon. I'm starting to get an idea of how much it costs. And it wasn't even as much as I thought. Boom. See, this is what happens when you get a burning desire. You want to know. 
You want to research. You want to see because you need to know then how you're going to get it, how much you need to get it, what time you have to be involved in getting that. So then the other thing, it's crazy what happens though. So I decide, I think, well, God, you know, I'm going to fast. And, that. and there's a few things I'm fasting for, my relationship with God, for my sons, for lots of things, for our church. But I, I thought, yep, like, okay, show me air con, show me air con. So two crazy things happen. I'm at the plaza and I'm walking along and then I see this thing in the middle of it and I thought, it caught my eye, and this is what happens. Things start to catch your eye. It was about electricity. So I wander on over, talk to an expert, and then instead of getting 12% discount on my electricity bill with this other pre people, I get 25%. So I'm excited. So straight away, hello, it's bringing that into, bringing that into place. Then I get an aircon expert out to have a look. And I've got to tell you, I am so excited about that. Like, he comes out, he goes, oh, in two weeks' time you put it in, which was, and of course, last week was so stinking hot, right? I went home and went, oh, I wish I had the air con now. But, you know, it's a burning desire. It's a burning desire. So anyway, yesterday, boom, it went in. Oh, my gosh, air con there, had it on there. It was, like, amazing. And do you know, it, it just changed my life. It's amazing, right? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, like, I'm a transformed life because... When I'm cooler, I think better. Oh, don't you? Like, when I'm hot and bothered, I can't be bothered doing anything. I feel lazy, lethargic, like I'm just a slob. No, <laughs> no. But, but, you know, that's what I'm saying. When I'm hot, I just feel like, Ugh. But when I'm cool, oh, look out. I'm dangerous. So it has. It has. It is just like, like I'm so cool these days. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That's a burning desire. Goals have to have a burning desire. Find strong reasons because when things get tough and you will be tested as you go along for your goal, you will find ways to get through it. Okay, so that's number one, burning desire. Number two is focus. What you are focused on right now is where you are heading in the future. Boy, like right there, I can see pennies dropping there thinking like, you know what? That um, Bible college course that I'm thinking about doing, I'm so going to do that. Because what, what you're focused on now is where you are heading in your future. If you're focused on buying a house, you, you are heading that way because you start to think of all the ways that you can save money to get a deposit. You start to go and see a bank manager to see how much you can borrow. All these things cause you to do that when you're focused. So you've got that burning desire. Have you got a burning desire for a house? You start to focus on what you, what you need to do to do that. And, you know, one thing I have found about focus is don't have too many goals because I've found that I lose focus. If I've got to, I mean, I've had somewhere, I've had like 21. Like, hello, really? <laughs> it's hard to have a burning desire because it's like by the time I read them, I'm tired. But, 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 that's, what, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, like, you know, like don't, don't go overboard. Do the big ones and focus on them. Sometimes you break it down and there's little ones that lead to that, but have your big goals in your mind while you're doing that. So in Philippians uh, 3, 12 to 14, like the first part, in, in verse 12 it says, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus has called me to fulfill 
and wants me to discover. God wants you to discover your purpose. He does. He wants you to fulfill the call that he made you for. In Jeremiah, it talks about, you know, before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart for my holy purpose, for God's holy purpose. He knew you. He set you apart for his holy purpose. He's called you for a purpose. Everyone, everyone has a unique purpose. Without you, that purpose cannot be fulfilled. Everyone. Okay, not the person sitting next to you or the other side, you. I'm talking about you. Every person has a purpose. Like, if you're not sure what your purpose is, today is the best time to find that out. And why would that be? Because in our next, uh, like, session, at around about 11 o'clock, we have a next step session three, which we talked about in the news, where you can discover your purpose. And this, like today, you would do a personality test and you do also your spiritual gifts test so that you can find out like what makes you tick, what makes you like you are. Honestly, it's incredible. I love doing it. Actually, even when I'm up there, I usually do it again just to make sure I know who I am. <laughs> but, but, but it is. But it's great. It's a great thing. So if you haven't done that, like stay, go to that, like in the next service. And then, and then next week, we talk about your passions and your ability. And then we put it all together to see where God has placed you and how you can serve him in our church. How cool is that? So, you know, like discover your purpose. So, you know, and then if we go back to our uh, scripture, it says like in 13, it says, I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I have one compelling focus. I forget all the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. This is the Apostle Paul who writes this. So he's talked about how, you know, he, he, wants to, he knows what God wants him for. He knows his purpose. But he realizes he can't do it in his own strength. He needs God. He needs, and so his one compelling focus he talks about here is forgetting all of the past. Forgetting it. Forgetting all of the past and fasting his heart to the future. Now, one thing that's held me up with a lot of goals over the years has been past failures for me. Because I've tried things. You know, I haven't got every goal I've ever gone for. But I try, you know, I have a dream and I have a goal and it doesn't happen. And it hurts because I really wanted that, because I really had that burning desire. And I really did focus on it, but it didn't happen. And sometimes, you know, what we can do is we can dumb down our goals and our dreams so that they're manageable, so that we can get them. And what it does, it stops us from going for the larger one. I mean, has, have you ever done that? Like you thought, oh, well, you know, I, I want that, and that's my dream. But, you know, yeah, I tried that. I'm not going to get it, so... Let's bring that dream down here where I can get it. I've done that before. But I'm telling you today, don't do that. Leave behind your past failures. Forget about it. Today is a new day. Dream big today. God is with you. He is for you. Get out of that skin and move on. Like that's what, we, like you know, just dream big. That's all I can say. Dream big because failures, don't be afraid of them. It's only through failing that you usually learn to get 
what you really want. Because sometimes I have found that my greatest failures have actually sparked me off and made me more determined to be successful. Like I, I, I had a job and I was doing the specific job. I was already doing it. I was acting in the position and I thought, man, I'm so going to get this job. I mean, it was a goal and it was a lot more money and it was a lot higher. It was a big promotion in the government. And I thought, I'm going to get this job. Yeah, I've got the goal. I've got the burning desire. It's all happening. I'm focused on it. I was doing out my criteria. I thought, I'm so good. Oh my gosh, I'm good. So I'm doing this. Guess what happened? I didn't get that job. And I'm like, what? You, you thought I was going to say something else, but I didn't. And yeah, but I didn't get that job. And do you know what it did for me? It like killed me. Like I went home and cried. Like that was not funny. I felt destroyed. I thought like I'm actually already doing it and I'm doing a great job. How come I didn't get that job? But you know, after a day of like moping around, I decided to pray and I just thought, nah, this is God. I know this is God and even not getting it's God. Okay. Well, what is it then? There must be an even better job or something. And that next day, another job came out which was even higher than that one. And I thought, geez, would I be crazy to, I mean, I already had my application, I needed to do, had to do a few extra things. Would I be crazy to apply for that? Because I didn't even get that one. But I thought, no, nah, I'm going to do it. This is God. I just know, I can see myself. I could see myself being promoted. So I thought, I put it in. And I got the job because that's what God is like. When he gives you that dream, come on. He is for you and he is with you. So forget about the past. Forget it. In fact, I've got, got um, this, this slide of Michael Jordan. Do you know him? He's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. All time in the NBA in America. Oh, there he is. That's right. And so he lost 300 games. That's more games than many NBA players even have court time in. He lost that. He missed over 9,000 shots at goal. 9,000. Oh, my gosh. Again, more shots than an average NBA player even takes. 26 times he was given the ball to take the game winning shot. And he missed. He is such a failure, isn't he? Whoa. But then he says, he says that there. He, he did all that. I've failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. He doesn't care that he fails because he knows in order to get where he wants to go, he has to. His, his actual shooting rate is 50%. So he knows in order to get one, he's got to fail getting one. Don't be afraid to fail. Give it a go. Step out. You can do it. You can do it. So in Proverbs 21.5, it says, Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Ooh, yes. And in Habakkuk 2.2, 2, 2, it says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, so he may run that reads it. That's what we're doing today. We're writing out our vision on not tables, but pieces of paper. We're doing that, but we're doing that because we're making a commitment, not only to ourselves, but to God for these goals. So one thing that I do, I mean, I am like, I believe in writing out. That's part of my focus is to write my goals out. And I usually read them out daily because I want to feed myself that because nothing like a burning desire is getting fed. 
by reading your goals out. So I'm going to put my goals up uh, on the next slide there, please, Beck. We can have that next slide. So there they are. See, it's got 2018 goals, BYE, because this is going to be the biggest year ever. Just as Pastor John said, this is the biggest year ever for our church. But hey, this is the biggest year ever for you, for you individually. You can grab a hold of that. The biggest year ever, the biggest year ever you've had in your life. So down there are my goals. So there's lots of things that I write goals about, and they're normally in different spheres, I suppose. The first one is family. I know you can't read them there, and that's on purpose, because I don't want you reading my goals, right? Because they're private. <laughs> but, 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 you know, <laughs> there's family, and there's fitness, and there's friendship, financial goals, like fun things, because that's one thing that I have to actually write in my goals, is to remind myself to have fun. We want to have fun. Hey, this is what life's about. It's an adventure. We want to have fun, even as you're going for your goals. Like, it's an adventure. It's a journey, yeah. not a destination. Enjoy yourself as you do that. So, there's, and there's one for further education and fruitfulness. So when I talk about fruitfulness, I mean, what flows out of your life? What is it? What, what areas and giftings has God placed in your life that flow? You want to grow those, because it's not just about knowing what they are. It's about growing in them. Learn more about them. Grow in them. If it's the prophetic, read books, do courses online, go to, go to different conferences, whatever it is, grow in it. If it's preaching, do the same sort of thing. If it's being a mum, do the same sort of thing. It's fruitfulness, like Christy Young here, beautiful Christy, very fruitful. The, the young family, child number five, happening this year. Like great fruitfulness though. I mean, if you've seen their children, they are fruitful. They're beautiful. So whatever your, the fruitfulness is in your life, you know, you make goals to grow in that, grow in those things. So around it, oh, back, can I have that back, please? So around them, you might be wondering what those are. They are scriptures that I pray for specific goals. So I have goals for my sons, and I'll pray specific scriptures. I have goals for finances, and I pray specific scriptures. They're around there, but at the same time while I'm doing that, I start, I'm memorizing the scripture. So when I'm praying for my finances, I pray like, you know, God wants to prosper me in all things and in health, even as my soul prospers. He, he wants to. He wants to grow me in wisdom and stature in the favor of God and man. They're, they're, they're all out of the Bible. When you actually put the word of God on your goal, it's incredible. It starts to grow. That burning desire grows in you. The focus grows in you. And do you know what? You get glimpses. God gives you glimpses of how to do it. God gives you glimpses on what he wants for you. So that's why the scripture, I always have them together. And then down on the right-hand side, uh, prophetic words that I've received from Vicki Simpson, one of the prophets in our movement, uh, from Graham Fletcher. I got a prophecy from him. I've got them recorded, but I like to write them down because even when I read it out, because you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more I hear it coming out of my mouth, it grows me in belief that I can do it. It grows me in belief that God is with me. It grows me in belief on how to do it. So faith comes by hearing. Yes, it does. So speak those prophecies. Pastor John mentioned this last week. If you've got a prophetic word, speak it over yourself. Put value in it. Put value in that prophecy so, you, so that you will see it come to pass. You see, because... 
God is not looking at your past. He's looking at your potential. That's what a prophetic word is about. He's looking about where he's seen you go, not where you've been. So another thing is to visualize, to see it, to have faith, to have discipline, have that compelling vision. So uh, in Proverbs 29.18, it says, when there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. I find for me, it's great to hear the word, but I'm, I'm, I like to see things. So I make boards up, dream boards, and it doesn't even have to be a board. If I see something like I like, I'll just get a picture of it and stick it on the fridge. That sort of thing, because I like to see what it is. So if I could have the next one up, please. Beck? Oh, okay. If you... Uh, yeah, that one. That's cool. Great. So that's part of my dream board at the moment. I started doing that one last year, and it's, it goes even further, but I don't want you to see the rest of it. It's pretty awesome, though. Oh, my gosh. You know, I look at this board, and I have them both, both my goals and my dream board, in the bathroom. And you think, like, what do you have them in there for? Because, you know, you spend a lot of time in there. You have it. While I'm in the shower, I'm, like, looking at it, brush my teeth. I read my go- like, I don't read my goals, but I'm, re- I'm looking at the pictures, and I read my goals. It, it, it helps me to form a habit because I never stop brushing my teeth. So when I'm brushing my teeth, I'm looking at the pictures. When I finish brushing my teeth, I read. I read my goals. I read my scriptures. Same thing at night because the more I can get it into me, Oh my gosh, they're real. It becomes so, so real. So here, you know, these are like a pray for my family. Now on there, there's, I did this last year. There's a, um, some photos of New York on there. And I thought, oh, New York. Wow, I, last year, I put it up there in pictures, but it wasn't actually a goal on my goals because I like to focus on what I want that at that time. But this year, it started to stir me up. I'm thinking like, man, I think I really want to go to New York now. I really want to go. But I just really feel that there's a reason to go and that something's going to happen when I'm there. So I start thinking about New York. And then last week, I'm catching up with a few friends. One of them starts talking about New York. I'm like, what, are you going? She goes, yeah, yeah, I'm going in March, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to Ireland, da, 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 da. And, I'm thinking, and she goes, come with me because I'm going to this specific conference. She says, I just really feel that you should go there. So I said, send me the conference thing. So I get it, have a look. I think, oh, that's interesting. But then I start to get that burning desire. And then I start to see like, oh, wow, there's cheap tickets to New York at the moment. Oh, and then I'm going to go to Charlotte, and I'm going to go to Charleston, all these sorts of things. Book my tickets, yeah, on Monday. Like, come on, that is awesome. But do you see, it's been there, and I've been looking at it for like at least 10 months. So it starts to sit in there. It It wasn't a focus, but it became one. And this is what happens. This is why I love my dream boards. They just really work for me. But they can, it doesn't have to take long. That didn't take long to do. And it's like, that's only half of it. Took me three hours to do that because I timed it, like when I did it. Because I just get pictures, you know, get some like glue, scissors, back to the kindy days. But boy, it so works for me. Like, and then I just stick it on. And I, I wouldn't consider myself creative either. I just like slap them on. And because I just want to see it, 
That's all I want to do is see it. And, and you might want to see it. If there's something in particular you want, if it's a car, like go and test drive it. Get a sense of it. Get a smell of what it's like. Get, you know, see how the wheels go. Oh, yeah, I'm t- really talking car. Sorry, Russ, you know. <laughs> Russ could really explain things about car, like, you know, but, but I'm thinking, see how the wheels go. <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> but anyway, you, you're getting the picture, right? You're getting the picture. They're down there laughing at me, like, you know, test the whatever's like. That's right. Have a look at the engine. <laughs> Not that I know what that's like. <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying. If, yeah, look at the car. See, Maria, that, I'm more like that. Just look at the car. Get a picture of it. Put it on your fridge. Look at it. See how much it costs. All those things. If you really want something, you can do it with God. He is amazing. So number three is take action immediately. I know. Funny that, isn't it? We can have a burning desire. You can put your focus on it. But unless you do something about it, it's not going to happen. And the thing is, you need to take action immediately. Right now, take action immediately. I want you on your piece of paper for one of your goals, I want you to think about the one that's the most important to you right now. And I want you to write down one thing that you can do today that's going to take you closer to that goal. If it was a car, you're like, is it, do, do you go out and you try the car out? If, if, it's, if it's you want to lose weight, do you go home and clean out the cupboards? Whatever it is, you're getting what I'm saying. Whatever it is, if it's a house, do you go home and have a look on realestate.com for the kind of house you want? Like, whatever it is, one thing that you can take action to do today, I want you to write that down on that piece of paper. God is amazing. It might be. If you're doing an internship or you've been thinking about it, your action might be like, find Josh Stott. Stand up, Josh. There's Josh. He oversees our internships. Go and find him and say, hey, give us an application. Do we have any at the service desk? Yes, we've got them at the service desk as well. If it's you've been thinking about Bible college and it's been a thought wandering around, and that's what happened to me. It was a thought in my head. And one day I saw someone talk about Bible college and I felt the Spirit of God, come and say, that's you. So straight afterwards, I went out and got a Bible college application and did it. I mean, I did that a few years ago, finished Bible college, and it propelled me further in God. So if that's you, you might be thinking, that's, that's, that's you. Go out and get a Bible college like, wait, like uh, application. Or it might be, you know, I want to find out what my purpose is. I want to discover that. Stay here today and do next steps three. Find out what your gifts and purposes are. It's during the next service. So in closing, one, burning desire. Two, focus. And three, take action immediately. Take action immediately. You know, like Josh said earlier, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will succeed. See, I'm going to pray for all the, every goal that you've written down now. So if you just bow your head and close your eyes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your anointing. Your Holy Spirit is with each and every person right now. Father, I pray success. Lord, your word says commit your work to the Lord and your plans succeed. Father, I pray success 
in Jesus' name. Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you'll continue to build a burning desire in each person for their goals, Father, that you'd give them focus, Lord, and you would help them to take action. Father, I thank you for your anointing in this place. Lord, I see houses. I see deposits going on houses. Lord, I see new cars. Lord, I see people growing in you. Father, I see people raising up in leadership through internship, through leaders big day out. Father, I just start to see things that you have for each and every person. Anoint them. Thank you, Lord, that each person is called and chosen, appointed and anointed to you and for you. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.